What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time of week. We haven't been here for a while, but this is the Breakdown Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, as always, joined by Paul. And we're going to talk about some wrestling news and going-ons. And we're going to break our rule again and talk some WWE stuff because some crap went down because, you know, we usually choose not to talk about WWE because it always ends up just being the same old you know, bitch fest, and you can't blame me because they are still absolute crap. <laughs> yeah, there was two big stories that came out of uh, WWE this week. One Monday and one today. So, um, yeah, well, so we'll just, you know, for all intents and purposes, let's just get the WWE stuff out of the way, uh, and then we can talk about the, you know, what's been going on in AEW. Uh, so, I guess some of the biggest news out of WWE, because I don't know what the other thing you're talking about is, um, Naomi and Sasha Banks walked out of Raw, threw their tag titles on John Laurinaitis' desk, and said, peace the fuck out. And, uh, you know, because... Here's the thing. I kind of believe the reports that they were going to penny, like, Naomi was like, why else would you be that mad? No, the I, I completely 100% believe that. Like, yeah. Why would you be that mad to walk out then if it was like nobody, like the two tag teams aren't going to interact with one another? Well, then, hey, the point, the match is pointless for it to be a six pack challenge. It's pointless. But that's not like every match Vince puts together is kind of pointless at this point. That's not enough to walk out of, you know, to, to walk out of the job on. Like, I could see them, like, Naomi beats me. She goes on to try and beat Bianca. And then I'm going to go to fucking SmackDown and try and fucking wrestle Ronda. Like, I could see that being enough to be like, this makes no goddamn sense. This makes us both look bad. We're not doing it. I can see that being 100% legit. It's also the fact of they're the tag champs and they haven't had a program with anyone with anyone since they won the belt at Mania. And basically to use your tag team champions as fodder for But I mean the, it's not the first time it's happened. They've done that with the men's belts Oh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. So I mean it's I I'm interested to see what happens because I just again, this should but again the WWE sheep out there don't give a damn about the fact that Vince released a press release shit talking Naomi and Sasha like completely making up some shit had Corey Graves had Corey Graves talk shit yeah like so like that's the kind of that's the company you're dealing with it's also the fact of this is something WWE never does they ne- yeah, they never acknowledge anything. They didn't do so it. So basically what they were doing was they were getting out in front of it before Naomi or Sasha said something. And they haven't said anything yet. Well, you had that one report of the the one person. Oh yeah, on the Twitter. friend. Yeah, who, the friend. Who put out yeah, that's where I'm that's where I'm like Yeah. The initial reports that Naomi was gonna pin Sasha and then that guy says like lays it out in full detail that that was still gonna be the plan. So it wasn't probably. That's why I. That's why I believe it. I'm like I 100 because that to me is enough to go. This is ridiculous. We're not doing it. 
it's also that the um it's no surprise that the the producer whoever the producer was yeah it was treating him like shit yeah um i can probably have one guess on who it might be but um i mean i just like there's a lot of things that have happened lately that i'm kind of like they kind of make sense pat buck left after wrestlemania as a producer. Yeah, basically said he was going to focus on his family. And then a couple Shows weeks- up in AEW. Yeah. Like, I think he saw... Like, he... he Supposedly, he, he got... He, he uh, produced the main event. So, what, as, for whatever... He's like, I did what everything I could. And, like, I, I, you know, did everything as a producer that you could do. And it's time for me to leave. And go spend time with my family and on my, on my schools. But he's he like he went straight to fucking like, like he went straight to AEW. Yeah. Like no, that tells me there's some shit going down in the WWE. And Pat Buck's like, no, I'm out. Also, going back to the press release, um, they never did one for when Tony Storm walked out. Oh yeah, Tony Storm walked out and fucking flew back to Australia. Um. They didn't do one when fucking uh, Pac decided. He's like, nope, fuck it. I'm going to sit home. They yeah. didn't do one when fucking uh, Ali said, nope, I'm going to fucking sit home. The last time they did one was Austin. When Austin was supposed to put over uh, Brock Lesnar way back when for the King of the Ring qualifier or something like that. And um, that was the last time they actually acknowledged that. But mainly Vince was so fucking pissed at Austin. I mean, and that's basically what this was, too. Like, it just reads is vindictive and yeah petty. And basically, Sasha's like, you're not like, Sasha knows she's probably, she's got leverage. And it's also, this is not the first time she's done this. No, she has, you know, she was after... WrestleMania 35? It was, I don't know, she, no, no, it wasn't that long ago. Because this is when, what, this was 38, it was maybe like a year no, or was, two ago. No, it was, so it was when, like 36, 37. She, when she took won like the, six months off afterwards. She just like said, fuck it, I'm going home. That was after the, the Iconics won the tag belts. I think so. That they beat them in her and Bailey. Yeah, because that was Kofi. That was the same night as Kofi, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't, but I mean, she did. She like just fucking went home and like she claimed mental, mental health. But like mm. she just fucking didn't like the way shit was and went the fuck home. It's also the fact of. People saying it's a work. I was like, this ain't a work. This isn't. no, it wouldn't have. They, they, I, they're not, they're not that creative. No, he'll it's, try and now make it a work. Like, like that's what he'll do. Like the Ali thing. Yeah, he'll try and make it a work now, but it like if I was, I I would fucking stick to my guns. And be like, no. It's also they're not going to release Saucer. They're not going to release Naomi, and now the reports of Naomi is that her contract's up soon. She didn't have to walk with Sasha. No, she didn't have like she didn't have she chose to. to. But supposedly her contract's up and she's kind of using this as leverage. Oh yeah. Cuz she's a long-term she's like uh Natalia. She's been there forever. Mm-hmm. Um and Yeah, she's probably the second longest female on the roster at this point. And it's also she ain't going nowhere because she's married to Jimmy Uso and They've been in in and out of trouble with the D, uh, DUIs yeah, he's been in and, and shit. Out of trouble with the DUIs. 
it's it all comes back to Roman, the bloodline. And um so yeah, they're not going anywhere, so don't expect them to be Oh no, I mean I don't expect them, but I mean I could see like if you fully believe in this, Sasha, just sit your ass at home. Don't come back. You're not gonna hear like what is Mercedes whatever her last name is doing at the impact zone or Yeah, like no, just just fucking do what you do what you you know, if you feel that strong about this Stick to your guns and fucking sit home. Yeah, sign up for yourself. And then fucking like, look, Bailey didn't fucking Bailey fucking stuck by her. Like Bailey stuck up, stood uh, stuck up for her. So Bailey's probably not looking too well in the eyes of fucking. Bailey's very pissed off too because she's just sitting at home. She's supposedly she her knees fucking fixed and stuff. That, and she she ain't doing nothing. Um, it took forever for, to bring back Oscar after her, but I think she had like. I mean, but Oscar went and got a bunch of stuff. Oscar had mouth surgery, the, I think whatever elbow. the injury was. Yeah, because she went and had like she had those uh, that her teeth got fucked up in that match, and they just yeah fixed it. But then I think she went while she was out, she had it like permanently fixed. No, it was also an elbow. It's either elbow or shoulder. Saying, she had like yeah. the other injury, but while she was out, she went and had her teeth yeah yeah actually fixed. But the um. Yeah, so it's until we hear the other half of the story, which we'll probably won't hear the real story out of it. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, if like if Sasha wants to fucking like stick stick to your gun, stay home, and then fucking just go do a fucking shoot interview and be like, "This is what the fuck happened." Yeah. Um, and then the second big news that came out today is Stephanie McMahon has stepped down. Indefinitely from the WWE. Taking a leave of absence. Dude, I'm telling you, yep. bro. I'm telling you. And Nick Khan has officially took over all of his all of her duties. Jesus Christ. Nick Khan's the chief brand officer. Yep. And so now Shane's gone. Stephanie's Steph's gone. gone. Hunter's gone. Hunter's gone. All all their stuff is now being run by Nick Khan. I mean, they had been selling fucking stock over the last few. Like they, I, they can't have much left individually. So the one, the one worrying news about this is that how is Triple H's health? Is it starting to turn bad? Or is it? Oh, is it going to get worse? And or is she's she, just, maybe she's just like, you know what? I'm gonna just fucking, I'm done. I'm gonna go fucking actually. The writing's on the wall. You they know, know spend not getting, time with my husband at home with the kids. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, a heart condition can go downhill quick. Yeah. Like, he, he, you know, just over the years, he put a lot of pressure and shit on his body and his heart. Like, he, he, fuck, he could fucking fuck him up at a moment's notice. So, yeah, maybe she is just going, like, I'm going to go spend time with my husband and my kids. I don't need the money. Clearly, this fucking company is not staying in the family. No, it it's probably one of those the writings on the wall. They're not they're not going to get the company. I just I I think I think it's dumb. Like here's the thing. Oh, he's really selling it to some company. I here's the thing. Yeah, it's a publicly traded company. Yeah, their stocks like. Let me see what their market cap is, because uh. Like, there's, like, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The company is not worth 
what its stock says it is. Because again, well, it's mainly because of the TV deals and the fucking well, Saudi I mean, that's shows. Where the, that's where the fucking you know all. But again, so. Market cap. The company is only worth right now in stock, which is basically the worth of the company, $4.48 like $4.5 billion, right? So you wanted to buy out every fucking stock, $4.5 billion right now, and you would own the company. And Vince, the only thing that would stop you from being able to do it is Vince not selling his stock. And like a billion of that came from TV rights. No, 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 no. This is just, this is stock evaluation. That ain't got nothing to do with money that comes in. Oh. Because you can't really, like, like, that's not, because again, that's not inherent value to the company. That's what people are paying for shit. Here's the thing. Yeah, they have the rights to Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, The Rock. But without those people, those names mean nothing. John Cena. Without John Cena, John Cena means nothing. Yeah, because John Cena... So then the only thing you have is the tape library, which is the big thing, the big the lawsuit issue I was dealing with. The only inherent value in a wrestling promotion is the video. Because people will pay to see those people. They don't have any... They're, they're not Disney. Like, you can make Mickey Mouse forever. You can make any Disney character forever. Marvel, you can make Steve Rogers, Captain America, forever. Well, they're uh, Disney. Yeah, well, they, yeah, the problem with that is he's going to screw every normal person over as well because Disney is he- Disney should be held to the same restrictions as everybody else. They are. Literally the same copyright law that applies to them applies to me, applies to you, to everybody. Anything post-1973 is life plus 95 years for anybody, whether it's that company or me. We are all, like, copyright law is a even playing field. Well, they've been, the public domain stuff for Mickey Mouse is... No, that's because they kept getting, like, it kept getting pushed. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Disney as a company, as an entity, is still around. So anything they created should still be theirs. I don't agree with fucking Steam, like the char- like that cartoon going in the public domain. Like, who does that help? Nobody. Just like Night of the Living Dead being public domain doesn't help anybody other than somebody it's, who wants to it's put not- it on a, a DVD and sell it. It's not public domain. They never fucking filed a trademark for it. Well, I mean, copyright. That was wonky because it was done before a certain like before because it was done before a certain time. Like that that's how like if that happened today, it would still be Romero's. Mm. Like that was some weird thing with the law. I like because it didn't have the mark or whatever on the I don't know. It was that's that was a weird one off. It no. fell through the crack. George Romero never Never sent a copy to Congress to you get it. You don't have to. Well, you did, you have to. No, you don't. You don't have to send. Like you get, you get the copyright when you create something. Like that's all. Like if you once you put it down in physical form, it is yours. 
Like, you don't have to file. Like, you can file it so, like, you have the extra protection. But if I, like, that's like the people who sit there and go, I'm going to write this script, stick it in an envelope, and mail it to myself and leave it sealed, and it'll have, like, the postmark and all that on it. Technically, that is good enough to prove date. But, I mean, you'd have to go, all right, you could have just fucking put anything in here and then put the script in afterwards. Like, you have to, like, there's more to going, oh, I, it's been sealed since. So, filing a copyright with the fucking Library of Congress gives you the extra protection. But, the minute you take a picture, it's yours. Nobody can fucking reproduce it. The minute you fucking create a, a character and draw it on a piece of paper, nobody can fucking recreate it because it's yours. You, every person, every company, everybody has that prote- equal protection. I got a copyright from the library of congress do you yeah like i mean i could i need to like just to to do to be whatever i need to go send trademarks in and fucking all that but every one of these episodes is fucking i don't have to file each one of these episodes with the library of congress it's 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 just known like we've created this the copyright is the company it's like it's Hmm. it so vince has nothing of value that company like so if everybody left right and he had to start over where's the inherent value other than the tape library see what i'm saying it's like why wcw was worth nothing but it's also the merchandise they can just pump out with these people's the but again so yeah somebody will buy like a a stone cold t-shirt but for how long are people going to buy a Stone Cold t-shirt? How I mean, long are people going to buy Undertaker? At some point, people will forget who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no, like, if it, that this, is- isn't, this isn't like buying a tech company that has, like, technology that it created that is inherently valuable. Vince owns a lot of IP that is worthless unless the person associated with it is there. Stone Cold, The Rock, and The Undertaker... Nobody. That's gonna take decades of them. Uh, but again, you you can't that your company's not worth four billion dollars because you have those three people. Because WWE would be seriously out of business for fucking decades if that ever happened. Like people forgot who The Rock is and. No, I'm just saying like that. that they're not. That's not four billion dollars worth of value. No. They they they're not worth like the company is overvalued. That stock is overvalued. They, that stock got that high. Dude, that stock was 100 bucks at one point. When when those uh, initial TV deals came through. What's it worth now? It's like $60 right now. Oh. It's still over. That's why I'm saying. It's like four point. Like, it was over five. Like, when it was at 100, it was probably like five plus. But there's no inherent value there. Your weekly show. Like, if you don't have nobody watching your weekly show. You don't have people want to advertise during your show, which yep. means nobody wants to put your shit on television. So there, your your value's gone. You don't think the WWE Studios library is worth? No. They did what? The rundown. The uh, the rundown. Chaperone. No, did they? Were they? They were they? They might have been a producing partner on the rundown, but rundown was what Universal. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like producer wise and stuff like that, because The Rock, because I was. I mean, I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they own the rights to those movies, though. No, so it'd be like the chaperone, 
see no evil. Yeah, those that those they have Scooby Doo. The thousand I don't even Scooby know that Doo they. I don't even know that they have the rights to the Scooby Doo thing. They might be on the network, but Hanna Barbera. I'm pretty. Yeah, whoever owns a Hanna Barbera owns that, hmm. which I think is whoever owns Cartoon Network. Yeah, because that was that was uh was it was was Hanna Barbera at Universal? No. Was Hanna Barbera at Six Flags? DC was at Six Flags. I know. So Warner Bro- if Warner Brothers owns Hanna Barbera, then uh, I remember seeing them at some theme park. Mm. But what I'm uh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have enough to even with all their production and shit. They're not worth. They, that company is not worth. If you had to liquidate that company, they are not worth four billion dollars. Mm. That's my point. Like Vince, is, that company is overvalued. Which is why I don't think you'll ever see. Uh, I mean, AEW will probably never go public. No, because it's just they've got to deal with fucking Warner Brothers, so they don't have to. And then they have to completely change up the way they do their business, like the matches. The I mean, that was the ultimate downfall of WWE. You could probably go back and look at that. Like, when they went public, which was in the early early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. And because at first the fucking stock was considered a joke. Yeah, because there's always that classic story of a group of kids spent the whole summer, like, cutting grass and doing chores and stuff. And they got, they pulled their money together and it's like $1,000. And they, when the day the stock went on sale, they bought $1,000 worth. And then they held on to it, and when it skyrocketed, um, they end up selling it and made a ton of money. I mean, I mean that's anything with any like all you know any stocks or whatever. But it's again, it was considered a joke at first. Like, why are you going public? You like because again, even back then they were like, what do you have? Again, it's like Facebook. Facebook's a publicly traded company. They don't create anything. You know what they had? You know what what their their value is? Advertising the people. That's where their value comes from. Their access to people. That's the only reason that company's got any value. Because they don't produce anything to generate a profit. I don't know. It's Business is weird. and But again, it does seem like the writing's on the wall. And you can go back to when they started fucking being a corporate fucking company. Is when those ratings steadily started to drop. Cause they're nowhere near. They're nowhere near. They're no. Well, definitely nowhere near what they were in the Attitude Era, and they're definitely not nowhere near what they were when fucking Cena started in the ruthless aggression era. <laughs> fucking so. Gone are the years of getting six million people watching a fucking Raw. That's never happening again. Oh, that's never gonna happen again. <laughs> you know, when all these numbers they tout across the world, I'm like. Yeah, because nobody, like, like, you're the only, you're, you're synonymous with wrestling. Wait for another company to show up. Days gone of the pops you would hear on, like, If The Rock Showed Up or Stone Cold or Undertaker music hits and mm-hmm. the place just goes fucking nuts. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, there's nobody you have now that does that. Yeah, because you don't build up anybody. Yeah. You focus on that one person for a decade. Yep. And then when that person leaves, you got nothing. Yeah. Dude, they got nothing. Like, right now, they got Roman. 
Randy Orton's probably your biggest fucking babyface right now. Yeah, you got Roman. Ro- Roman's your biggest fucking name because you put everything into him and Randy. That's it. Yeah. That's your two biggest people in that company. Rey Mysterio. Can't possibly. And I mean, they haven't done anything with Ray. Like, Ray's big just because kids, lo- like, he looks like a superhero. Yeah, kids love him. And kids love him. But they haven't done anything with Ray since he fucking debuted in WWE. But I also got to think of, like, he re signed with the company because he wanted Dominic. Yeah, he wanted to get his kid a contract. And look how good that's going. Yeah. It's how many years it's been since? And it's been a couple because it happened during the pandemic. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was at he was at double enough. No, he was in all in. All in. Yeah. Great fucking match. So uh, it's. He was Wolverine. Yep, he was Wolverine <laughs> at that one. It's it's just he's that company is. Dude, I'm telling you, if they get sold to like NBC, they're done. I can see if if um if Ray didn't push so much fucking merchandise. Oh yeah, he wouldn't be around. Yeah, he they would have cut him a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the say NBC Universal buys them, and they go on like fucking like the call. It's gonna change. A, you're not getting ten. Lesnar's not getting ten million dollars a year anymore to show up like four times. It's not happening. Like those, the, then there's really gonna be like you're getting released for budget cuts, because payroll is gonna be astronomical. I mean, that's what happened to Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Bray yeah, Wyatt was pulling in four million a year, and they fucking Nick Khan came in and started trimming the fat. Let me cut these people that actually draw. Braun Strowman. Uh. He drew like if you. He drew when he like his his the best thing the best angle he ever had was him and Roman. Yeah. And then I, I I I enjoyed the fucking swamp match the cinematic match but I enjoy cinematic matches. So that's just me. I don't really like it too much. Then the um. Like I would probably love control your narrative if it wasn't full of just. Douchebags. Yeah, those jocks from high school. Because it's all. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's all. It's all cinematic shit. Um, and I do. I just love the fact that fucking Strowman's like attached his fucking wagon to that shit, and like has talked massive shit. Like really, like no one showed interest in you. That's why you're there. I guarantee you. Like fucking Vince hasn't called you to come back. Tony Khan didn't go, you know what, I want you to come into AEW. No, because nobody showed interest because his asking price for appearances was fucking oh, yeah. outrageous. Um, same with Bray. Like, Bray's asking price is supposedly because he doesn't need outrageous. I mean, they, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. And plus, he wants to he, he wants to do the Hollywood thing. He's got that movie coming out. Um, soon. I mean, I would, as much as I would love to see fucking Bray or whatever he would do, I'm like... The problem is he can't do The Fiend. Yeah, so it would have to be some new thing. He can't do the Wyatt family style thing because that's been done. You don't want to be a ripoff, so you got to come up with something new. He's talented enough. I'm sure he can do it. Yeah. Him and Bo can finally get that fucking tag team. I saw some video with Bo and his dad at some fucking Q&A in a ring or whatever. It was on. I saw it. It came across on on YouTube. IRS. Yeah, 
And I just, I didn't watch it there because I saw one, it was like the outlaws and shit. Oh, yeah. I've seen that clip. The, them talking about the Hall of Fame, talking shit about it. See, uh, but it was, A-Day. yeah, it's like a 20 minute thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not watching this whole fucking thing just to catch like one little fucking One little line. bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. Um, Speaking of which, AEW. Double or nothing is in two weeks. Yes. The Forbidden Door is in almost a month away. Wow, they gotta, they gotta be, they they've gotta go fast and hard on fucking match announcements. Then after fucking uh, after the pay per view, they're probably that's probably where they're gonna start setting shit up. People are gonna show up and I would I would think because I mean they ain't said shit. Yeah, um, Juice Robinson is your North American champion in New Japan. He mm-hmm. he beat um. Offspray, Moxley, and Tanahashi. And um, so I'm guessing he's probably going to have a rematch with somebody now that he's Bullet Club. With dude, that dude that fucking ha- wrestled against Hangman Wednesday night. Oh. So. Takeda or whatever. Like, he, like, that dude was fucking. Like, he's so pretty fucking good. He's the one of the top guys from DDT that came over. I mean, he's not. He's like what twenty five? I think they said. Yeah, he's, so he's not that. Young. Like him and Paige are around the same fucking age. Yeah, Paige is only twenty six. Like he's only been wrestling for a handful of years. Because he was a fucking school teacher and wrestler, and then he got. I mean, that ma- like that was. I was not expecting that good of a match. He um, and look, I, what I love is like, and Punk didn't say it. Like I, Punk should have said it. Like he couldn't beat him with the, the shotgun lariat. Buckshot. Oh, the buckshot lariat. He had to use the go to sleep to beat him. Yeah. Because he hit him with the, the buckshot and he got it back up. Um, what sucks is I never got to see the fucking match because my, for some reason, Cox, the DVR didn't fucking record uh, Dynamite. And I turned it on at like 8.30. And so I missed that match. And I missed who the Joker was. Um. So yeah, so the Joker for against Samoa Joe was Johnny Elite, aka Johnny Impact, aka Johnny Mondo, Mondo a- aka, AKA Johnny Kappa. Well, I don't know, like all Mayor Johnny Smack whatever, Vail and aka Johnny John Morrison. John Morrison, aka dude, he has like so many fucking. This one, he changes his last name everywhere he goes. Yeah. So I was expecting Joe to lose, but then when I found out that when I read that it was John Morrison, I was like, yeah, I don't think they're gonna have Morrison. Oh no! Beat. The minute I saw like. I was trying not to fucking, like, the problem is, I always go look on fucking Instagram. I go to Instagram and I look on my feed, and there's just shit, like, shit. I'm like, God damn it. So I kind of saw who it was without really seeing who it was. And I'm like, all right, he's losing. So then when I start watching it, I'm like, yeah, he's losing. Yeah. He, um... And then I'm like, then when when, when the, the, other, the, the other match started, and they were like, yeah, it's, you know, going up against Tony Storm. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, fuck, the, the Joker's fucking losing in this match, too. Yeah, it's the um the Johnny Gagano thing and Candice LeRae. How uh, everybody thought they were the two jokers, like 
They were going to debut on the same night. Well, that's the internet just fucking Tony Khan hyping itself. Unfortunately, Tony Khan once again <laughs> tweeted out that the two Jokers has never like will debut in AEW tonight, meaning they've never been there. But only one, only half true. Yeah, only half true. Like Maki's been there. Yeah, she's wrestled twice already. This is our third match for AEW. Um, but yeah, the Owen Hart, the Owen Hart Classic oh, tournament. I'm guessing fucking. Do you give it to fucking Cole? I mean, I just like to me, it would have just seemed. Oh, do you give it to Joe? Because you can look. It's like Joe's beaten Colorado, or I can see Colorado because they beat down his arm mm-hmm. with the lead pipe. That could be the fucking thing for next week to where if he yeah, puts the so submission Joe on, loses that Joe way, loses. It's, it's not a clean loss. But again, I'm kind of of the mind, like... Who's Cole fighting next week? It's um, No, Cole's... It's Cole versus whoever wins out of Joe and Kyle. Oh, Kyle. That quick on that side? Yeah, because it was Cole versus... Uh, Hardy. Hardy was, yeah. was the semifinal. So, it's just one of those, like, I, like, I would have... To me, like the oh, it, to me it should have been Dax. Like if you were gonna be like, yeah, Owen Hart, like it should have been an actual, like old school wrestler. Like Dax just seems like somebody that would have came out of the fucking the dungeon. But it's also the one thing you know you don't realize is it's the Owen Hart, it's the Hart family tournament basically. Mm-hmm. Um. And you're going to give it to a guy who idolized Shawn Michaels. Yeah, exactly. So the same unless, thing it is, unless they let Kyle beat him, like that would be a, that would be unexpected. I don't know. Joe might win it, and then Joe beats fucking Cole, and Joe takes the... I mean, it could that could happen, but I mean, I could see them letting Kyle win. I would rather them... Because Kyle's kind of like an old school wrestler. I would rather they should have given it to like a younger fucking wrestler, like Dante Martin or fucking Jungle Boy or... Yeah, it should have went to somebody... Somebody that's a stab, that you want to establish yeah. in AEW that doesn't have a name somewhere else and that you're just doing this for star power. That's why I think the, like the, of the only people that were in it, it should have been Dax. Yeah. I don't even know who it could have been for the women. Like I'm, I kind of like, I, I really don't care about Tony Storm versus Britt Baker. Like, if anybody, it should have been like, like Britt should not have been in the tournament. Like, none of the big names should have been in this tournament. It should have been. You're right. It should have been a tournament about getting younger people over. Yeah. So and then the shit that went down with um, Sheeta. Like. She went to Japan to wrestle. Well, then and she then couldn't come back. Like that did. She she couldn't come back in time, and then they were like, "Oh well, yeah, we'll just swap you out." Yeah, because that's still on that side. So it's Chris versus Red Velvet. Yeah, so they made up a fake injury to her to well, explain I mean, why she. You know, what, what comes across better, like she'd have got hurt in that match or travel issues. She, travel issues. What? What? I'm guessing Statland. I can see Tony Stone versus Statlander in the finals, and probably Tony Stone goes over. No, it's gonna be Britt Baker versus fucking Tony Storm. In the finals? 
No, no, no. Next week, I think. No. Yeah, next week is Tony Storm and... Oh, yeah, fuck. So somebody's got to lose. Like, Britt or fucking, fucking Tony Storm's got to lose. Yeah, I, 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 I can see fucking Tony Storm beating Britt. Yeah. Because then it will... Are you going to give the fucking two people dating the fucking men's and women? Cole and Britt? I mean, I guess. <laughs> Which is why I mean I think I think it'll be O'Reilly and probably fucking Tony Storm. If anything, because it's not going to be Statlander, and I could see, and it's not even Statlander's not going to win because it's going to be Red Velvet. Red uh, Velvet's going to beat Statlander. They, they're going to there's going to be a fucking wonky interference thing. No, I read the fucking oh they, you, oh that's right it was on it was on it's Rampage. on Rampage yeah oh, okay so even it's even the, then still it's like fucking it, Tony Tony Storm's beating Chris Statlander then yeah. So then it's going to be Tony versus fucking... Unless Brett gets pissed off at Tony for beating her and they fucking interfere and wonky finish, which AEW is not known for. Yeah. And I mean, why do a wonky... Like, that's a kind of a, a, a slap in the face, too. A wonky finish and a yeah. fucking heart foundation. <laughs> um, I mean, people were upset about the Jeff and Dari match because of the... Jumping from very high I mean, fucking dude, ladders. you got Jeff versus fucking Darby. It was going to be that way either way. You could have saved that match for a fucking pay-per-view. That should have been a match on its own. No, because now that just means they're going to fucking wrestle again, and it's going to be even worse. Yeah. I mean, seriously, bro. Like, Jeff slowed his descent down some, but he basically fucking jumped off those ladders and flat back those chairs. Yeah. Like. And you know what? Like, I didn't realize until, like, Russell talked when they were talking about last week's episode on their podcast. Jeff has never had a major injury no. doing all the doing fucking... Doing all this shit, he has never hurt himself horribly. Yeah, for the past 20-something years, he's never been out for long periods of... It's Nick. He's... Maybe you can count on, like... Injury-wise, he's twice, never been out that maybe. long. Yeah. Um... Rehab. That's why you know what sucks. We we got we got a little bit of the the young bucks and the Hardys this week, right? Yeah. But the better fucking bit was on B BTE. That's the that's the one thing I've always hated about BTE. They do like some good story stuff on there, and it's not on Dynamite. Well, it's also now sucks that BTE is. Oh, it's not no one. It's not nothing. What it was. New Dark Order. I guess what happened because. Um, if Stu is really gone, then I don't see the Dark Order staying together much longer. Yeah, Stu is really gone. So then I don't see the Dark Order staying together much longer. Yeah, so if you don't know, Stu Grayson, they couldn't agree on a, a new contract, and he just walked. Um, They tried to renew his contract, but they couldn't meet on money, and he ended up st uh, leaving, and Evil Uno stayed. And... um. Unless they change the because like, uh, unless they change them and make them a little bit more serious, because I mean they tried to sound serious in that Fuego promo. Yeah, and doesn't work out well against the House of Black on Friday. <laughs> yeah, like they the Dark Order needs to change. Why like, Why is the Fuego thing still going on for fuck two months? Dude, they need to like they need to turn him into the Dark Fuego. I it's what I would do. Hmm. I would have them missed him and turn him into Dark Fuego. Dude, they didn't pull the trigger on fucking Julia Hart. 
I th- I still think that's they're they're still building up. Like I think it's long term. Like dude, mm-hmm. they 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 are dr- they have drugged that out. Like I think I think you're gonna see a payoff on that soon. Well, so the problem is with AEW is that they want to do these long term bookings and draw storylines out, but then people lose interest in those stories. And it's like, fuck, we got to do something I mean, to pay this off. That's how you kind of deal with a, as big a roster as you have. Like, everybody can't be on TV every week, but you could probably squeeze a little fucking promo in to keep things going. Yeah, that's where Doc Elevation is. And Doc and. Because, I mean, that's where, that's where Julia did her heel turn, basically, on fucking Dark and Dark Elevation. Because yeah. she started fucking cheating the win and shit. Like, you could have had fucking Lee Moriarty. Like, what is he doing? You ain't doing nothing with him backstage in the Owen Hart. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Owen Hart, I mean, the tournament could have... This could have been your best of fucking Super Juniors. Yeah. Like, what's going on right now in Mm -hmm. uh, New Japan. Like, it should have just been a whole bunch of, like, the, the young guys. Lee, fucking Brock, Anderson. Uh, uh, Dante. Dante. His brother got hurt again. Car accident. Oh, shit. Thought he got hurt in the ring. No. Um, he didn't say, but um, Tommy uh, fuck, Malachi Black was doing a podcast, and he kind of said something mm. about it. The, uh, dude, I didn't concert. realize how much taller than Matt Seidel Dante was. Yeah. <laughs> In that promo when they challenged the combat club, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Matt Seidel's tiny. You could have Daniel Garcia. Daniel, I mean, I, I would have kept fucking Jericho and any of them away from it. Like, I don't like the whole Jericho. Appre- like, I like the group. Of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia and oh, their their craziness, but I'm just I don't know how much like Jericho's great as a heel. He's great as a heel. I just don't like I don't know how I feel about you he's, know he's a wizard. <laughs> I, I, that just like I'll throw a fireball at you because I'm a wizard. Like fuck, shut up. Like Eddie didn't even have the burn makeup on this week. He gets shit over. <laughs> he gets the stupidest shit over. And the thing and um. So that little thing that's going on with Eddie. So it made perfect sense. Uh, Yuta's going off to New Japan, so he's going to be gone for two months to do the Best of Super Juniors. Oh, okay. So which he's not going to be in AEW for a while. He's got new theme music in New Japan and everything. Is he carrying his Ring of Honor belt? Yes. Um, I think he won the match, so I think he's 1-0 or 2-0 right now. In the brackets, or in the the blocks, and um, and I think he's probably like a good shot at winning, possibly or getting to the finals. Mm-hmm. And that's something like Owen did, in when he first saw it, he was in New Japan, the best of the Super Juniors and shit like that. Yeah, that's what they, 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 I really do think they screwed the tournament up by just putting all the big names in it. And I think that the whole point was they put the big names in it to get people to watch. Yeah. And it kind of, it should have been, like you said, it should have been a Super Juniors. And then you bring out his wife for that one show. I guess she's got to come back for the final. Probably. But do you have that feel-good moment of her presenting the trophy or something like that? Or whatever they're going to have? Yeah, like I think it's going to be belts. 
Oh, is this their Dusty Classic? I mean, there's probably be something they do every year, but I think they'll probably be. I think they're giving them belts. Mm. Which, you know, then the person who wins it next year will get the belt or whatever. And speaking of belts, apparently the trio titles has already been made. And oh, they yeah, they've been made. They're waiting for the time to, to unveil them. I mean, there's all kind of trios. <coughs> like, it just needs to happen. Like, you, you've ruined one trio. Like, you're basically, the best friends are done. And so you had Orange Cassidy and Chuck and Trent, and yeah, they're, they're not, they're done. Well, unfortunately, Cassidy got hurt during that ladder match. Yeah. He got thrown a little too far by Keith Lee. Um, The other big storyline that uh, that's red hot, probably one of the biggest storylines... Is the Wallo MJF? MJF, oh guy, MJF, like, and I, again, like we were talking before we started recording. I think all the like, all the dirt coming out of AEW is all fake. Like, I don't think any, I don't think MJF's got heat with anybody backstage. I don't think MJF is stupid enough to go to AEW. You mean WWE? I mean, yeah, WWE. Dude, he's fucking. He's he's like he's the main fucking heel on the show now. Like, he gets more heat than Jericho does. Yeah. And it's the fact of... He's not a scripted guy. He's a guy who does his own thing on the mic. And it's only... You can only do that for so long with Vince. Yeah. Sure, you can... I mean, he can sell out and go make a shit ton of money and just... And he's... Here's my honest opinion. He would be nothing more than the Miz in WWE. He's not he's no bigger than fucking Miz physically. He, there's no point of putting him on NXT because NXT's a fucking joke. Yeah, like he would be he would outshine everybody in NXT right off the bat. Oh, he would murder every single person in but NXT Vince right now. Vince would he would go no higher than than what the Miz is gone. Maybe the first couple months like what's Cody what, yeah, what they doing with Cody right now like, he's going to get that get shine. shine for a couple like a few months and then right back down the card where you belong kid now Cody's going to stay on top because there's nobody else they need him since Roman signed that contract and now Roman the next time Roman's going to wrestle is not until fucking September or August so dumb uh, I've got a world championship belt but I'm not going to fucking defend it yeah Cody's probably going to win Money in the Bank. Because now they're supposedly... Because he said Money in the Bank guarantees a WrestleMania fucking main event. Meanwhile, Royal Rumble's like, what the fuck, man? Yep. That was my thing. Because what's the point of get, getting a briefcase? Because the briefcase all about is you can cash in at any time. Again, yeah, which is always like, what's the point of getting the briefcase and saying when you're going to do it? No, this is Cody basically. Because I honestly, what it should be is like I'm. I want to. It guarantees me a main event at WrestleMania. No, it doesn't. It guarantees somebody else is going to be the main event at WrestleMania, and you can cash in during that match. Yeah, but it doesn't give you a match at WrestleMania. See what the great thing about MJF is. Um. His ability to raise up his opponent 
Oh, yeah. Everybody he goes up against looks way better. Because going back to... It was either all in or double or nothing when they sh- first showed Wallow's fucking promo mm-hmm. of him beating up all those people at the fucking car parking lot and Anna Jay was his little fucking handler person. Mm-hmm. Um, People thought he was a joke and then he came in as the bodyguard and he's like, oh, that's a Brian Cage fucking ripoff and blah, blah, blah. And his first match fucking in the cage lost to Cody. When Cody did a backflip off the fucking top of the cage yeah. onto him, um, nobody was ta- real. Nobody really took Wallow seriously, but putting him with MJF and slowly fucking built him up. Now he's probably one of your hottest fucking baby faces in yep. the, in the company. Yep. Um. It's another thing is, unfortunately, because like you said, there's not enough airtime for all these people the fucking tag division, like your tag champions hasn't really been doing nothing since they won the belt. The, the Lucha, uh, yeah, Jurassic I, Express. It's, uh, I think, because Jungle Boy was somebody you supposed to build this fucking company around. Yeah, Him, I, MJF. The problem, the problem is, is it's gone, like he, I think, I I think at, at at this pay-per-view is when Christian's going to cost them the belts. Yeah. No, I think they lose. It's going to be on because you saw the look on Jungle Boy's face when Christian made the the triple threat for next week. Yeah. And he was like, "Wait, what?" But it's also the fact of I think Christian's just going to get frustrated, not cost them the match, but they're going to end up losing. And then that's going to make Christian fucking turn. And um, I can only hope Hobbs and Starks fucking wins. Like, I love Keith Lee. I love fucking Strickland. I just don't like, I mean. You put it on fucking Hobbs and Ricky. Having having Keith Lee and Strickland as a tag team, I'm like, eh. At least it gives them something it to do. It gives them something to do, but again, it, it's like they not lost in the shuffle of the the singles division. I mean, they were like they were like the main draw, like they're the main guys on Rampage, though. Like they were your your main faces. On I I mean I kind of like the dynamic of what the whole storyline is. Like Rampage is like the main heels are Team Taz. So then your main faces go up against Team Tag. Like, it's a pretty easy dynamic. And you get, like, you crank out easy wins and losses for all the talent in an hour. Like, again, people give, like, people give Khan shit for his booking. And fucking Cornette fucking, oh, my God. Cornette shits on Tony Khan all the time. But I'm like, he legitimately made a wrestling organization where wins and losses matter. Like, for storyline. And you can go see all those matches and wins and losses. Just because... And again, people are like, oh, you're not going to... Like, just because you're too lazy to fucking go watch a show on YouTube to follow storyline doesn't mean nobody else is doing it. And it's there. Like, they talk about, oh, this such and such beat this person and became, you know, got into the top five or whatever. 
And anybody in the top five of the list can challenge for the fucking belt. Which, again, I love that stipulation now, too. Because, again, I remember when in the beginning, I'm like, how the hell are they going to make wins and losses matter? But they've done it. Tony Khan has made it work. Yeah. And the whole, like, anybody, a top five ranked person or team can challenge for the title. It doesn't just have to be the number one contender. It can be anybody in the top five can challenge. So there you still have your kind of like random challenges, but they're not random. There is a legitimate reason why fucking Hobbs and fucking Starks can come out and challenge for the belts and Keith Lee and Strickland can come out and challenge for the belts. There's a numerical reason that can happen. It's not just like, I want a title shot. Give it to me. I haven't done anything to earn it. Even if he won the... Um, championship contenders match doesn't even guarantee Yeah, yeah, you. WWE, even if you win the number one contenders match, it doesn't guarantee you're actually going to get the fucking match. You beat the champions two weeks in a row. Doesn't mean you're actually going to get the fucking match. Um, and then, unfortunately, you got some bad things going on in AEW. It's the, uh, just the, the whole TNT title. It's just been, you need a fucking hard reset on that. It's not working with Sky is great. I just I, I Scorpio it's, needs to keep it. I just think Sammy, he needs a Sammy and Ty need to go away. Like they're dra- like just let Scorpio Sky feud with somebody else. Cause yeah. like the Sam Sammy and Ty are bringing that entire angle down. Because yeah. again, it went from <clears throat> we're gonna feud with Brandy and all this shit. To, oh, wait, they left. Now we've got a fucking feud with somebody else. We, like, just, just shit got thrown together. Well, because I'm sure this is Page what... Page Van Zant versus Ty Conti is not a match anybody wants to see. This is what Brandy and Cody was supposed to be. Yeah. And it's... And then they just found out... They just found another And couple. Cody would have never been a heel, though. That's the problem. Brandy would have been a heel... But Cody wouldn't have been one. No, I think they would have forced Brandy to, um, to fucking change her ways, and do. Because I mean, face. even all the all the fucking the the promos between fucking Lam- uh, Lambert and fucking Brandy, like Lambert's trying to be a heel, and she's just being as big a heel back, which yeah, is why Lambert got over. Because technically, on paper. Sammy's a baby face. Ty, Ty's a baby face. It's just the fact nobody can stand him. Yeah. For some reason, when it's like Tony Khan said, when Sammy was alone, he got fucking cheered. When Ty was alone, they got cheered. Put them together, they get booed out the fucking building. It's not even. It's not even. It's people. The 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 marks. The people who know have not been able to stand Sammy since he fucking just basically broke off his engagement and hooked up with, like, came, oh, yeah, I'm I'm with Ty. Like, the internet wrestling community has turned on him. Mm. That's what it is. I'm like, I kind of can't. I'm like, dude, bro, you proposed in the fucking ring on national television. Yeah. Like, you're an asshole. Because now you're fucking doing this on fucking national TV. Like, you're a fucking asshole. But the thing is, 
we don't know the whole story. We don't, but again, it's one of those like the the proposal angle thing could have been an angle. It could have been like they could have been separated and broke up like a month or two before that and they just kind of trying to put up Sammy over as a baby face and it's like, "Oh, let's do a fucking know, proposal that just, thing." That, I mean, that that sounds like a very Vince thing to do. Like that, yeah. that's the John Cena and Nikki Bella thing. That that's exactly what happened there. And John worked, Cena had no intention of ever marrying Nikki Bella. Worked out just as good. Uh, in AEW. Yeah. So I mean, it's I, I don't know. Like I mean, but again, I can't. I love like Lambert's promos are great because he's a fucking like he fucking cuts a great promo and he's a heel and people kind of love him. Yeah. And Scorpio and fucking Ethan Page cut really good promos. That's that's the saddest thing about this is that Ethan Page is not more front and center, more like a bigger deal. Yeah. That dude, he's an amazing wrestler. He got in fucking great shape since he left I Impact. It should be, like, they should be in the tag division. Like, if they were gonna, they're gonna stay, like, they should have them going after the tag belts. Yeah. Not just one of them going after a singles belt. And again, no, like I don't give two shits about Paige Van Zandt. Yeah. Because again, it's she's an out. She's not a wrestler. The only so nothing she does looks right. The only hope I have is this is not a knee jerk reaction of we want our version of Ronda Rousey, an ex MMA. Fighter. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the whole the whole gimmick has died from the beginning because he brought in all these people. Well, the the problem is, and they just like, no, now all it is is Paige Van Zant, and then her husband shows up. Unfortunately, the original person they were brought in, she thought this was all a joke and fucking left. <laughs> and then Paige won by fucking. Uh, yes, Paige got put pushed up by default. Yeah. Um, but who knows? She might fucking. I don't know. Everything she does still looks fucking. Again, you're a fighter. You should know how to like pull a punch. Hmm. You 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 spar, and you're not like throwing full force punches when you spar. You should be able to throw a punch, make some form of contact. Yeah, and it's... not look like you're throwing like weak, shitty punches. And then another, then your world champion um, build has been very good between him and Punk because Punk is very good. I mean, and last Punk, week fucking... Punk knows how to build Last week, match. Hangman was a fucking heel. Oh, yeah. Like, they kind of, like, I, I guess they just weren't, they weren't going to be happy with a face versus a face for this. So they kind of started... It's Not by actions, but by words, turning Hangman heel for this. It was kind of the same way with Punk in Jersey. He oh, yeah, Punk. Well, no, Punk in Long Island. Long Island, yeah. Like, Punk is a heel in Long Island. Yeah. It's just the way it is. And so, um, it's been a great build. It's, it's one of those, the veteran is getting into the younger wrestler's head. Yeah. So, do you... And do, he knows... Do, do we think... Hangman's losing. That I don't know. It's a toss-up. Do you give it to Punk now? 
But isn't or, that great? Isn't isn't that a great feeling to have? Yeah. Like we don't know. It's like Ro- it, Roman. Like there is there is legitimately a reason why to keep it on both of them. Like put it on Punk or keep it on Hangman. Roman's keeping both of. We you know, know. Yeah, we know Roman's keeping the, like. There's no point in watching a Roman Reigns match. He's keeping those belts until next year's WrestleMania, which he's probably gonna lose to Cody. Because Cody can have his fucking yeah, big moment. We're never gonna get fucking like we're never gonna get the Rock. We're never gonna get the actual payoff for no. that that storyline. The Rock, it's too much of a fucking movie studios and shit like that. Don't want him doing this shit. It's too much of a fucking thing. Um, but the AEW build of this championship into this match is like you don't know if it's time they put a. Or do you keep it on Hangman and wait until Omega comes back? Or wait, or MJF? MJF, once he's done with the Warlow Because again, you like, you would think Wardlow is going to beat MJF, but he may not. He may not. Yeah. Because like, w- MJF's lost his last. Granted, MJF losing doesn't really hurt him. If you don't count Dawkins elevation. Um, he's probably lost a lot of matches. Like he's lost most of his pay per view matches, and that's what I'm saying. Like his last Dynamite big matches, matches, he's lost. Yeah, I mean he got the win over Punk, but then Punk beat him. Well, he got he also won the 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 poker. Yeah, it was the poker chip, right? Oh no, the ring, the brass ring, the ladder match from um. No, that was Scorpio, and then. Who won it the second time? No, Wardlow won it to, oh, yeah. to get for the won, well, to get for the TNT. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he hasn't had big pay per view match wins. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about MJF. Yeah, Wardlow. He does. Yeah, he has no big wins. So you could feasibly see him getting the big win over MJF. But again, like, I can see MJF winning. I can see MJF winning. And then Tony Khan signs him to a Ring of Honor contract because technically he's like, you can't wrestle. You can't sign with AEW. You can't say with AEW, but I can sign with Ring of Honor. And still show up here and wrestle. I can, yeah, I can still show up here. Yeah, so I mean. Like Joe. There's there's a, there's, yeah. So, I mean, there's way, there's creative ways around, around it and let MJF get the win. Yeah. Because, I mean, how much more heat would MJF get if he beat Wardlow? Like, that would, I mean, that's more like your fucking biggest heel gets the most, like, Jericho is second, the second heel. He is. And it comes down to, it's like, next week's match, how does he win to get that pay-per-view shot? Because he's in the cage with Sean Spears and MJF's the ref. Like, yeah, like what is he going to do to overcome this? No, like, yeah, like, he would. It has to be like an accident fluke win. He gets hit or something like fall like the shitty fucking Omos Bobby Lashley fucking cage match on Raw. That's been done. Somebody gets thrown thousand times. Like something happens, he goes through the side of the cage. Yeah. Um, and then Omos just stands there like what for like five minutes. Uh, it's way to build up your fucking big guy. Have him lose every fucking match. And look like an care. idiot. Vince doesn't. Vince has, again. I told you, like he could have been 
Why is he could have been Diesel to fucking AJ Sean, hmm. which meant you could have built him up to actually be a champion at some point, but they ended it too soon. You're just wasting MVP on him. <laughs> MVP should have fucking no. Then, if you were gonna do anything, it should have been have almost joined the Hurt Business as yeah. the big heavy. No, because we have to have Bobby as a baby face. You He's got to be the again, almighty. You still like. How hard it like you could have turned everyone babyface. Well, the problem is, it's like I don't care about Shelton. I don't care about Cedric. All. Oh yeah, they they did Shelton and fucking Cedric dirty. Yeah, because that stable was great. Cedric, unfortunately, um, Alexander is just fucking because he can actually take a bump and fucking wrestle. Yeah, he's the one that has to he eats the pins. Yeah, he has to come out there and like make it look good while Omos is just he doesn't know how to take a bump. He knows he doesn't know how to fucking do none of well, that here's stuff. the problem too. Omos hasn't had to take any bumps. Yeah. The, he's just been the big heavy. No, he took a couple bumps in WrestleMania match. But again, he hasn't had to take an, like he hasn't had to yeah. take normal regular bumps. That's the problem with these big guys. So unless Here's the th- and here's, here's why the main roster in WWE sucks. There is no repetition. There is no reps for anything. You know, it's not like when they were, you know, stuck at the Performance Center. Like, he could have went there during the week and took reps, did reps, you know, took bumps, did, you know, reps to get better. All he's doing on on the main roster now is going city to city doing the same big guy gimmick. He's not getting reps to actually get better. That's the pro- That's why you never see any kind of real progress with anybody on the main roster in WWE. Because they're stuck doing what they do over and over and over and over again. There's no rep, there's no rep to get better. It's just, let me keep doing this thing from town to town, week after week. And then we'll change it up and we'll go back. We'll do that. You know? They had the, um, the Omos stuff is just, like, you can't even build up Bobby off of this. Like, what's the point if if he keeps beating Omos? Like, well, here's the thing. Like, it made no sense. I mean, it had no, made no sense to have MVP turn on. Again, yeah. You could have turned the whole. You could have turned all of them face. Just have them go up against a heel. You know what's going to be worse is they're going to have another match at Hell in a Cell. It's probably going to be in a Hell in a Cell match. Because Vince, if Vince isn't anything, he's you know you you'd sway he's got dementia and he just tells you the same stories over and over again. He thinks it's still the eighties. His storytelling is... Well, I mean, but even then, like, during the house shows and, like, shit like that, like, other things would happen. Yeah, because Vince has nothing to do with those. Vince ain't there. So, but, I mean, again, you know, you know, fucking almost isn't fucking you wrestling w- on a house show fucking... You want to watch a better show, go to the fucking house shows. Yeah. So, I mean, that's ultimately what it is. But, I mean, again, in the 80s, it was still, you know, you had people who were taking... who were the. You would 
doing matches multiple times a week, getting the reps in, getting better. They're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, Which is why AEW, I'm like, screw it, dark and dark elevation. Go get out there and fucking, you know what? If you're gonna be the fucking jobber, but you're look, you look great doing it. You're fucking out there wrestling every week, and you can't. Nobody can pick apart your fucking performance. I mean, shit. And then you look at NXT of basically you got 90 days. Yeah, you got 90 days to prove yourself, or you're done. Yeah. The guy they. Deemed the next Brock Lesnar. They had Gone. fucking high hopes. Not even a year. Got rid of him. They slapped the other dude, uh, Gacy, with a fucking Bray Wyatt gimmick. Dude, supposedly Edge wanted fucking Harlan in Judgment Day, which is, again, yeah. a dumb name. It's a fucking pay-per-view name, bro. You're the House of Blue. House like, of you should come out to You should come out to that fucking 90s song. No, it's purple. He's got the purple lights. Looks blue to me. Everyone says it looks blue. Um. <laughs> well, he already like, he already teased Paige. He already teased Champa. <laughs> like, who's next? It should. It just. I mean, if it's purple lights, it just needs to be Velveteen Dream. Oh, he ain't coming back. <laughs> that dude. He still swears up and down. He's fucking innocent. He didn't do anything. Um. Which is really sad because he was really good. Oh, he was. He took that gimmick he built himself and oh, yeah. made it something. Um, but also NXT is now going on tour, just in Florida though. <laughs> I mean, it's going. Oh, it's going back to the Florida loop. Yeah. Just to test, just to test out and see what happens. And I can't see getting the numbers like old NXT. No. Because the Florida Loop back even back then was the people who weren't on the show. No, it's also the fact of you got non-indie guys. You got all these new people that's but they don't. Yeah, they don't know how to fucking do they, anything in front of a crowd. Yeah. Um, and supposedly they're they're gonna go back to um, full sale supposedly. Which that crowd could fucking eat them alive. Oh, if it was the old, I mean, it would. Either way, I mean, I don't know how far the performance center is from Full Sail, but I'm sure that it was the same fucking crowd either way. I think it's it's on it's on the same campus, or it's not that far away. Yeah, so I mean, Sail. it was probably the same crowd. Which is again that Full Sail fucking old NXT crowd has turned on them already. See, I wanted to do that tour so bad of the PC, but not anymore. <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. That was back when, like, I think Finn and Kevin and all them was still I there. Just, I, w- I wanna. I, w- I mean, it sucks because of the fucking tornado and all that shit. Like, we were talking about like just going a fucking Universal for a weekend, and going a weekend they were doing. Oh, taping. dark like dark tapings. Oh, the dark tapings. And yeah. then, but fi- and getting tickets for like both shows. Well, elevations. Uh, elevations. Usually at at the regular shows. Dynamites. At the regular shows, dark dark is either at the regular show or if they have the taping scheduled. Yes, yeah, they, the they old tape like twelve, like ten hours or whatever. It's the old impact um, yeah. lot. So or studio. That's or what I was we, we, we I was trying to convince her to do. Like go to Universal for a weekend and then you just go hang out with uh, 
Yeah, just go, hey, John. It's meant to go. Yeah, you know. Coming to Florida, go to the Universal. Coming to some tapings. But other than that, next week we'll probably get the full card of. They got to start giving us matches for Forbidden Door. No, not Forbidden Door, but you're gonna get the whole card for Double oh, or yeah. Nothing. The Wednesday we'll get the fi- like we'll get a final card for Double or Nothing. Because you gotta think the. As of right now, you got the championship match, Punk and Hangman, the women's match, Serena and Thunder Rosa. Um, Poor Serena. Yeah. That promo was just not good at all. Like, I don't know if she was, like, it just, I, I couldn't place it. She was either nervous and stumbling or she was genuinely upset and stumbling. She been, she's probably nervous because she's never really done like, that. Yeah, in all AW. her promos are usually pre-tapes. Yeah, and not as long and short and not wordy. I mean, and she was, I mean, I'm glad she brought up like the WWE shit. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I'm glad that got brought up. Like I did all this shit to myself and I got no respect. Um the tag three-way. So you had a three-way tag. And then you're going to have the men's Owen the men's final and the women's, women's final. final. I'm sure they're probably going to be a three-way for the TNT probably. Sky, Sammy, and Kazarian. 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 Maybe. Fucking Jade's got to be doing something, and they ain't fucking set shit up. Oh, House of Black and House of Black versus Death Triangle got announced on gets announced on Rampage. So okay, I mean that's a fucking pretty stacked fucking card. Oh, it's always fucking stacked every pay-per-view it's I mean that's what happens you get a good fucking stacked card when you wait three months between fucking payoffs see that's the thing with WWE is like you look at that card and I'm like dude I'm not paying 60 bucks yeah this is the same shit I saw last month yeah and um I can literally wait until Raw and see the kick because there'll fucking be more rematches on Monday yeah but at least with AEW like you get your money's worth it's like a good Three and a half, four hour fucking pay per view. Yeah, you wait, you because again, it's like three months between payoffs. Yeah. We have a good three month build for the main storylines, and then on to Chicago, and then on to Chicago for Forbidden Door. I would still love if it's like Punk's just like I'm not like, especially if he's the champ. Do you do a, an invasion angle? Just if fucking New Japan paper, shows up and you. I don't. So, do you do an invasion angle at the pay per view, or do you have like a clue that something's coming? So here's and the, then Wednesday you do a full blown something like a full blown invasion, something like that. So the um Tony came out and said it this don't expect this to be AEW versus New Japan because it's not cuz you might see AEW versus AEW wrestlers, you might see New Japan versus New Japan wrestlers. That's I mean, I don't want to see, see that though. 
you you might see fucking um a new Japan guy teaming up with an AEW guy or and um so yeah that's something this big they can't fuck this up and also they got to get over who like which stars going over for each company I mean, I just, I don't know. It, it's, to me, you're going to do a, a show like this, then it needs to be, you need to have a, a lot, you need to have a good bit of AEW versus New Japan. Because if you just have New Japan matches, like, then it's not a forbidden, like, this is just a joint show. You need either Punk Okada or Daniel Robinson versus Okada. Yeah, you need you need marquee yeah. first matches. You need those. Don't do champion versus champion. No, because then you have to have wonky finishes. Yeah. Which champion is better than the other company's champion? Because the only the only way I would say you do champion versus champion, and you have not a wonky is if Omega was there and he was a champion, and you'd have him go to a time limit draw. The that would be the only way I would be okay with that. The only thing you can do at this pay per view is like an AEW guy fights for the New Japan Championship, and a New Japan guy fights for the AEW Championship. I wouldn't. Even, I mean, I just want like I don't think any of the belt like none of the belts are on the line. I I just I don't see a point in it because you know unless there's some other deal in place. If you had somebody come in and beat Scorpio, like, does the TNT title go to Japan? Dude, just imagine it's <laughs> just imagine Will Offspray versus Dante Martin. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff, I mean, that's the kind of stuff I would rather see. Like, those weird, like, don't worry about the titles, because... Ray Phoenix versus Will Offspray. Yeah, like... Fucking Penta versus... Ishii or fucking mm-hmm. Suzuki or somebody. <laughs> um, Maki Ito headbutting a whole bunch of people. That's all I want. See, that was just sad. Maki Ito is so much... She's gotten so much better since the last time she was in AEW. And Houston was not the city to debut... Like, to, to re-debut her in. She did the, she did the fucking classic hits... Of her move set, and then, like they never gave her enough time. The 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 entrance lost the crowd because they they don't know who she is. They don't know who she is. So the whole yeah. fu- the whole fired idol thing just is lost on on a crowd that doesn't know who she is. Yeah, and it's the fact of you go to Chicago or the East Coast, and oh yeah, they'd have probably they like that whole the crowd would have been singing along. I was very like. Like, her music hit fucking quick. Like, Britt Baker barely got announced, and then, boom. Yep. Maki Ito's um, music hits. And, um... I and love- I don't think Excalibur did a good enough job explaining it, either. Because it was a very quick, like, oh, she was an idol, and she got fired, and she became a pro, la- pro wrestler. I'm like, I mean, it's a little more 
detailed than that, but you know, she got voted out. She got yeah, like she got voted group. out. She didn't get like she got voted out by the people, and she yeah. like decided to become a wrestler. And this ain't kayfabe. This is like legit. Like she legitly got fired from no, her musical group. Yeah, and um, I think yeah, it was a DDT show. Like they were the they would yeah they were doing <laughs> a special. They were the lumberjacks. It was the idle lumberjacks. Yeah. And she was one of them with her group. And she just, like, became a wrestler after that. Like, and she's gotten over massively. Damn good fucking wrestler. Like, watch some of her matches that she's had lately. Like, she does this amazing submission move. It's like a Boston Crab. Not a Boston Crab. uh, Like a... uh, Like a Walls of Jericho... But she takes the arm and like pins it behind her leg mm-hmm. of the opponent and just kind of twists you back as you're being bent back and stuff like that. Like in the walls of Jericho, it looks fucking gnarly. Um, but of course she did the fucking classic, the headbutts and the. I just, I mean, the only it, time the crowd popped is when she flipped off Brett, and then at the end you got a mild. Dueling chance for Britain Edo. Yeah, I mean, and because I mean that was the you know the the people who were in the crowd who were like actually know who she is, actually know who she was. But I mean, she's here's the thing: like, bring her over here, pay her, sign her to a like a lucrative deal to keep her over here, let her go back and forth from time to time. But she is a good enough wrestler to, and you don't have to do any friendship storylines. Or any of that shit. She's an outsider. I did love the callback to their tag team. Yes, when she's like, Brits tells her to just lay down, and she did it, and then she fucking rolled her up. Yeah. And uh, then she got, well, she got pushed or slapped, and then she just started crying. Again, that's the comedic stuff that like she's great at. Like, see, that's, it makes it fun, but nobody, like nobody, nobody understood what was going on. This is the one problem with teaming up with DDT. DDT's kind of a comedic, comedic, 50-50 comedic, mm-hmm. real, uh, straight up wrestling. Um, goddamn, they had fucking just look at their fucking library of some of those comedic matches. Fucking hilarious. Kota Ibushi, Jesus Christ. And then, uh, fucking, just while I mean, that video I told you about when, when fucking her and fucking Suzuki. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, the girl can clearly wrestle. Um. She can clearly sell. Although Suzuki probably making you sell. Oh, Suzuki's gonna make you. <laughs> Dude, it was a great throwback. It was like some anniversary of Suzuki with hair and super fucking young. He had to been in his 30s versus Ken Shamrock in like a straight up fucking fight in Japan. Jesus. <laughs> um, but that just reminded me of um, the one huge news in New Japan is Kodobushi breaking fucking... Oh yeah, K-fabe. just fucking going, going, fucking spilling all the fucking information. There's one thing you don't do in New Japan: you don't break kayfabe, you don't talk about backstage, you don't put out people's names, you don't say Gato is the head booker because 
he is the Bullet Club guy. He's the guy who used to be with Okada mm-hmm. and then broke away and became with Jay White and Bullet Club. You, He's not the fucking head guy. He's not the booker man. You don't fucking say that to the public. And so Kota Ibushi got hurt in the finals of the G1. Busted up his fucking shoulder. Separated it. Needed time off. He felt that they rushed him back too early in December. And he got re-injured again. Whoever is one of the bookers or producers over there, he got into a huge fight, text like texting back and forth, and he screenshot the texts and put it out on public on Twitter. Everything was in Japanese, so you needed somebody to translate for you. And then... Some things got lost in translation of like, in Japan, this really means this way, not Mm -hmm. this way and stuff like that. But it's the fact that Kota Ibushi now is like, he went off and did a separate promotions uh, show. And he never got permission, never asked. He didn't think he had to. And then um, the Booker guy or the producer, whoever it was, basically got pissed off and told him he couldn't do it. And so there was a big beef back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And then Kota Ibushi just started dropping names, started throwing shit on Twitter, um, basically calling out the fucking Yakuza <laughs> being involved in New Japan, how it's run by the by them, and which everybody knows. Most of fucking Japan's big money-making things is backed by the Yakuza. Um, he was like, I don't care, fire me. It's like, fuck it, I don't care. Just let me quit, release me. Like, he's trying to leave Yeah. New Japan. The problem is, if he does that... He can't go to AEW. He can't go to AEW. Can't go to Ring of Honor. Can't go to Ring of Honor. Can't go to fucking DDT. He can't go back to them. Because now they're got everybody's work. got these working relationships. The only place open for him to go is fucking Vince. <laughs> yeah. God, that sucks. Either he goes to Vince or he retires, or he goes to Britain and does. They, he can go. Yeah, you I mean he can go around fucking Europe? He can, can't do Rev Pro because I don't know if they're still associated with WWE. I mean, he's not gonna come to America and do like GCW and shit like that. I can see that. I can see him do GCW. I mean, Suzuki did it. Yeah. Ishii. Like, GCW is getting fucking huge names. Johnny Elite is going to make his appearance there. Um, He can make a shit ton of money doing the indies. No, I mean, here's the thing. I love all these people like, oh, they can make money on it. No, they can make money from like a few promotions. An indie promotion is not going to be able to book fucking Ibushi. Depends on if they save up all their fucking money just saying, to like, blow it on one show. I could not book Ibushi. No. Not happening. Um, fuck what I was going to say. Oh, Killer Cross and... Supposedly said, yeah, I'm making the exact same money I did in WWE than 
that I'm making on Andy's right now. I mean, because he was signed to a fucking bullshit NXT fucking contract. Yeah, I don't know if they changed his contract when he got pulled. I mean, because again, I, I mean, somebody was sitting there, like, put up a thing, and like, supposedly all how much people were getting paid, and I don't, I didn't believe it for a second. But they were like saying like baseline fucking salary in AEW is like three hundred grand. Well, Triple H already came out and said baseline NXT was like two something. I think two seventy five. I doubt that seriously. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. Triple I, H I don't, said it. I don't buy that at all. That that just seems like. And again, then then your then your excuse for fucking budget cuts is legit because they're fucking if they're paying as many people as they had on that roster, they're paying that kind of money, like you're paying a million dollars for every four people on your roster at a minimum. Yeah, no wonder they fucking will call them budget cuts every time because their payroll was bloated as hell. It's also you look at some of those new classes that come into NXT. It's not as big as what they used to be. No. And then that's why, like, they were, so they, like, the thing I was reading, like, oh, the baseline is, like, 300 grand. And they were, like, even the cra- like even the worst wrestlers in AEW are making 300 grand. And they threw Serpentico's name on it. And I'm like, Serpentico's got, like, three different fucking jobs in AEW. It's also, <laughs> if they're making 300 grand minimum, I don't think Stu Grayson would have left. That's what I'm saying. Like, Stu Grayson wasn't wrestling that much. Cause his whole his like his whole thing was like, oh, John Moxley's making like six million dollars a year, and I'm like, I don't buy that. It depends on what the merchandise deal is. Don't I mean yeah, but I mean again, no this this argument, and I saw like people were quoting this guy, and like his he oh he got it from sources, but would never say what sources he had. Like he's verified, like he verified this. Like no, y'all are just making some bullshit up. But I'm like, Cody left because he wasn't getting CM Punk money. Yeah. You top, Not John Moxley money. You top but three paid CM people. CM Punk money. I bet you Jericho is probably like one of the top paid people there. And supposedly Moxley resigned. Damn, Moxley ain't going. Like, yeah. You, I don't know why people thought he was going to go back to WWE. No. Fuck no. He wrote a whole chapter on how much he hated fucking. I mean. Basically, the whole fucking book yeah. was how much he hated that he, fucking why, company. Why? He has everything. Like he, I think um, I think a chapter was dedicated to like one specific match, or like towards the end when he had to play the uh, when he broke up the shield and he was the bad guy and the he Bane, had to, fucking fake Bane. Yeah. Oh my god, y'all got germs. So I'm gonna wear a gas mask and yeah. shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah it, I mean, he. Why would he leave? He gets to, like. Fucking just be a badass right now. Yeah. Like, he just gets the fucking, like, n- nothing overly complicated. And that was his idea to come up with the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. He's so, the one who named it. <clears throat> awesome shirts. Again, and he can sit there and go, look, I'm in another three-person stable, and it's fucking great. Yeah. So... Is it Roman? Is it fucking Seth, the architect? Or is it fucking me being able to fucking do crazy fucking shit? Be myself. Yeah, be myself. You put him, him, Daniel, and fucking... See, the best thing about Eddie is that, like, when he did his... 
rebuttal against uh, Jericho, and he's like, "Yeah, I still don't like you." Pointing back at Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "You are a you are you are a fucking something of like a prick." And um, I love I love Jericho <laughs> couldn't fucking do it, come up with anything better to fucking call Daniel Bryan than a fucking nerd. I'm like, really? Because you just like, but again, it's one of those like you. There's nothing else for you to fucking call him out on. No, because simple. The, he is playing up the sports entertainment. He is going back to his WWE ways of calling, like, oh, you're a fucking nerd. The Good Brothers. What was their one fucking oh, yeah, thing? Calling nerd, everybody yeah, fucking nerds. Nerd. But, no, I mean, it was one of the... It, it, was, it was just funny. Like, he goes through all this litany of other shit. And then when he gets to fucking Danielson, he's just like... Well, yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a fucking goody-goody fucking nerd. Yeah, you're like the nicest guy. Everybody <laughs> loves you. You're <laughs> just a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're the best wrestler on the planet right now. You're just a fucking nerd. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you love to see him and fucking Okada go 60 minutes? God, yes. Um, And then fucking just... I love Eddie. Yano versus fucking Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I just... I fucking love Eddie. Eddie versus whoever old school fucking wrestling yeah, Japanese like, wrestling he wants Shibata. Yeah, any fucking old school wrestling Eddie wants. It just it would be so like I, I mean I, I told Teresa I'm like it's so amazing like Eddie fucking languished in obscurity forever. Yeah. And then you give he, him a camera. He is you put now him the like the biggest thing. Like he is one of the top guys. Yeah. He is like over like it's nobody's business. And what's funny is when he was talking about the toothbrush up He pulled Regal's the toothbrush ass. out. <laughs> yeah, he was chewing on a toothbrush all the time. Um, Regal is getting his own podcast. So that's probably going to be like five hours long. <laughs> um, next, Starting next week, Kevin Nash has his own podcast. Oh, God. Hosted by Sean Oliver. So maybe it might be good. Depending on what the topics they talk about, if they stick with wrestling, I just I like I hate all these other these wrestling podcasts that these wrestlers do, because basically it's just we'll use my name recognition and I'll have like a producer with me. It's not them wanting to do it themselves. I like Swerves, but again, Swerves did it himself. Yeah. Colts when he did it, like one of the first ones did it himself. The OG, like it's not these overproduced like. Again, Cornette shit. He's got fucking somebody with him, like a producer with him. Jericho's Jericho is good, but his, Jericho's he does started, a lot of ad breaks. And but now, yeah, now that it's gotten as big as it is, but that's not the way it was when it started. Yeah, and then somehow sometimes he does characters and does weird fucking episodes. But I wanted. Who else? Are I well, I mean, to? it's like Jericho's like Jericho's got big enough to where it's like fucking Rogan's Rogan's shit like. He's got like thirty minutes of fucking ads at the beginning of every fucking episode. Renee's Renee is good. Again, did it herself. It's not fucking overly produced. Oh, we're not even talking about the greatest fucking moment. Hookhausen. Hookhausen, yes, that's has right. come into existence. Hookhausen. And then Hookhausen with Maki Ito. Maki fuck. It was Hook Oh I forgot what somebody put it. It was either Maki Hookhausen or Ito Hookhausen. I mean, that would be a that would be an interesting trio. 
some of the best stuff happens on Dynamite is after the fucking when they're all said and done because this week Punk, Punk yeah Punk let Hook choke him out and he just stayed in the fucking ring passed out. <laughs> no, that was last week. This week is Punk. I'm guessing gave two people go to sleeps, and then he had to pay um, Danhausen money because technically he owns the the go to sleep going <laughs> to him, and so. Every time Punk does it, he owes him money. So Punk just pulls out a big wad of money and just starts handing it over to fucking <laughs> Dan Danhausen. It's like, okay, he's good for up until um, up until he fights the cowboy guy at uh, <laughs> at the pay per view. And then there's Hook standing next to him. It's like, so oh, dude, fucking Cornette's been shitting all over the fact that like they've they're, they're, Danhausen has anything to do with Hook because like. He was like, Hook was this great, like, they had everything, and now it's just, like, fucking stupid. Dude, he's even bigger over. Yeah. Danhausen was over, and nobody knew who the fuck he was. And then, um, even with that... I gotta assume he's getting... Like, he's either cleared, or he's close to cleared. No, he's cleared. Like, taking that bump. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, he's, uh, like... I'm just waiting. I'm I'm waiting for for him to have a match and fucking murder somebody and fucking Cornette going... Well, uh, I didn't see that coming. He's got an awesome fucking ring music. The, like, 60s uh, style fucking um, horror type Mm -hmm. monsters meets fucking something else. And, um, but yeah, it's now they're going to be on the buy-in. Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark. No, I thought it was going to be a uh, handicap match. No, it's a yeah, no, but I mean, tag team. they said they the niece told him in the thing, I can beat them both by myself. Is what he told Sterling in the fucking promo like last week. Well, Sterling's going to play up that he's hurt because yeah. he went to that table. Sterling, Mark's so great. He's the MVP of Dynamite. Like he's Mark is so great. That's the I'm telling you. Everybody comes out of Creative Pro. Like MJF, yeah, MJ- MJF, Bear Country, MJF Max Caster got into it with somebody on Twitter about that. How AW or uh, it was Creator Pro was doing something. They were advertising something, and it's like, oh, who do they produce? Like, who did they fucking? <laughs> Who unlike they produce? who do they produce? Unlike NXT, like no, um, fuck, what was it? The main roster for WWE didn't need a developmental or something like that, and MJF would like just went off on the guy. Um, and it's like, what about NXT? And he just started naming all these fucking people that went through NXT. That's now huge mm-hmm. in um, the main roster. Fucking Statlander came out of Creator Pro. Sterling came out of Creator Pro. Bear Country came out of Creator Pro. You want to see something? Max Caster came out of Creator Pro. MJF came out of Creator Pro. Look up Danhausen when he first created Danhausen character. How different it was. Oh, yeah. It was like a straight-up horror gimmick. Yeah, dude. That fucking makeup looked awesome. Yeah, it was a straight-up horror gimmick at first. Well, okay. I take that back. The only makeup he wears is like the red or... Mm -hmm. Something under his eyes. That's the only makeup he wears. Um, Danhausen's blown up too because like a lot of other people just fucking started putting him in everything. 
Fucking Cardone is fucking making a fucking figure of him. Dude, he's great on the mic. That dude can cut a fucking pro. Like, he's quick. Yeah. Um. And then he's just a funny dude. And his vlogs are pretty good. Again, another another wrestler who was like almost fucking just called it quits. Yeah. He, uh, the only problem is he lives his gimmick. Like, he really fucking... I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. Like, the Dan Housing gimmick is like the Undertaker gimmick. Yeah. I mean, only, only like, legit fans are going to recognize him without the makeup. And people probably don't even realize that's his real name. Yeah. Dan Housing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, legit fans would probably recognize him without the makeup. I think I could recognize him without the makeup. But most of the people who, like, just see him on TV probably would not recognize him without the makeup. The only thing I don't like is, like, now his asking price fucking skyrocketed. Well, I mean, that's what happens. When you get big, like... You don't ask more money than fucking FTR combined <laughs> for an autograph. I mean... Mind you, you always got the, like, you got about two or three shirts coming out every other week. Oh, yeah. Like, that I mean, dude's a merch fucking... Yeah. Again, though... Hookhausen is probably, like, the number one again, t-shirt. Again, though, here's the thing. Like, it's all on pro wrestling tees. You can go put up as many fucking designs I, as you want. They, you know... I bet you you look at the best, like, the top-selling yeah, shirts like, of the I'm week. Sure, I'm sure, like, he is a top-seller, but in, like, as someone who, you know, set up a a pro wrestling tease thing and still has access to said pro wrestling tease thing and can see sales and stuff like, yeah, I mean, you can put up as many fucking things as you want. I bet you, if you look at the, the top selling shirts of the week, Blackpool combat club was probably number one. Hookhausen was probably number two. It might've been close. I mean, and that's how they, that look, that's fucking, Overhead that fucking AEW doesn't have to pay that Vince has to pay. WWE creates all that merch in bulk. Oh, yeah. You go to a fucking WWE show, their merch table's like three tables long. Yeah, like they've got all this crap. They've got all this crap in bulk. Whereas AEW has, like, that shit's made on demand. Like, you buy buy from the AEW store, it's literally, it's just coming from pro wrestling tees. You literally go to a merch table at AEW show. There's, there, I kid you not, there was like five or six shirts. That was it. They had more action figures that was autographed than they had shirts. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, those are made in bulk. <laughs> then the, um, cause that, that had the Young Bucks, that had the fucking two need, regular AEWs. I need to get me, like, when they do, like, the ultimate sting. Because AEW's got, like, their ultimate lawn, too. Not yeah. just the regulars. When they put out, like, the high-end thing, I'm going to get me... I need to get me one. I need to go toy hunting one day and just go to the, all those stores and try to find those chase variants of the AEW ones. Oh, yeah. Because somebody out in Slidell, Travis knows, found not one, but two. <laughs> I think Moxley's. Oh, Chase's? Yeah. So I mean it's, I mean at least AEW's fun. Like I I don't watch Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. I don't no. watch NXT. No, 
I, we didn't watch the last pay-per-view. I did. Pay-per-view wasn't that bad. Backlash, mind you, I seen at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, every, it was the same matches from WrestleMania. I'm like, no, why? I'm, I'm good. It was all right. Nothing, nothing special. I, I'd rather sit and watch Darker Elevation. Oh, the other incident of unprofessionalism. The Becky and Charlotte belt switch. Every Oh yeah. Every goddamn uh Nia Jax fucking match. Yep. <laughs> of being unsafe and unprofessional in the ring. Well, I mean look, Becky owes Becky owes her her career to Nia Jax's unprofessionalism. Yeah. Yeah. She owes her she owes ev- she owes her marriage, she owes her kid, she owes everything. No, nah, I think the marriage probably would have would have no, been No, because there. she would she wasn't going to be around much longer. That was the whole thing. Remember she was like I was like done. Like the hug getting her face broken like saved her fucking job. Hmm. That's what that's what that was. But she's she's guaranteed the best overall woman wrestler on that roster who can do promos and wrestle. I mean, yeah, she's... I think she's afforded the luxury now to be able to have a little bit more freedom. You know. But again, she's trained in the... She spent more time in WWE style than she did outside of the WWE, so... Well, she did acting classes. But I'm talking about just from a she-in-ring... Talent wise, that's the one thing she has over most wrestlers. She went like early in her career when she first started. She did acting classes too. Oh yeah, because that's she did that when she was being trained by Finn in Ireland. Yeah, that's probably like a good thing to do if you want to be a wrestler because you got to know how to. Well, here's the thing, like, like I when I used to tell like the the fucking kids at the school, I'm like, yeah, you may fucking be great in this ring right now. Go in front of a crowd of you know, just any size crowd. You're 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 gonna instinctively change. If you're not comfortable in front of a crowd, you're not comfortable. Don't even wrestle. Just go cut like a two or yeah, three minute like, promo. You're not you're not comfortable just talking in front of people. Cut like, you. None of this in here matters. Cut a three minute promo off the top of your head in front of a crowd. Yeah. Only just you know, there's just some people who I mean I I, I don't want to sound like the the idiot that ran the fucking school, but you know, he was right. Some of them just like this is just a fucking hobby, and they didn't fucking put all that much effort into it. Hmm. And then you know, you, you know it does take a certain it does take a certain person with a certain personality to be able to fucking be in the wrestling business. To be a wrestler, to fucking do shit like that, like it does, it just it takes a certain kind of person, and not everybody can do it. NXT fucking the performance center pulls in people all the time that they think are gonna be fucking great, and what do they do? Right back out the door. Yeah. So, I think that'll be it for the night, fellas. How many top guys, Vince? Was gonna put everything behind. Oh yeah, they just fucking washed. Yeah. So um, we are at an hour and forty-seven minutes. Uh, so I think that'll be it for the night. 
Wayne's got to go take some uh, IV medication at 11 o'clock. So uh, that has been it for the Breakdown Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Wayne. That was Paul. And we will see you next week.